Warning. Portions of this call have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Ooh, HIPAA. Welcome to the Medic Materials Podcast. If you came here for a healthy dose of EMS professionalism, you just made a huge mistake. Each week, we discuss all things EMS, review some calls. We also try to get you to pry open your wallets and buy some cool merch and join the Patreon. Somewhere along the way, we also do a fair amount of education and say some smart things. So push the kids out of the room, settle in, and let's get started. Hello and welcome, everyone. Back I didn't, to the I didn't see that stroke look in your eye when you came up there, G. No, he didn't. It was like, could you hear it? I, I heard it, yeah. Okay, I heard and, it. And, and you didn't have a seizure or a stroke? I mean, I mean you can only have so many. <laughs> I mean, you just take one look at the president and you can figure that one out. <laughs> you know, it's like... Remember the old "This is your brain on drugs" commercial? Oh my <laughs> God! Seriously, like, this is what happens when you've had too many TIAs. I I think honestly we should we should take all of the the snubs and dubs and all the gaffes and stuff like that and just start a whole "This is what happens" campaign because <laughs> it would be perfect. And put it to the music of Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, right? So awesome. Uh, coming up, going up the stairs, start start falling. Be like, Tank Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Oops, there it is. I'm done. Right. So, uh, welcome, welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. Um, we, uh, I, I have a, a hopeful. I think there'll be a, some interesting discussion points for today. Hopeful. Um, I, I so wish Miss Emily was here for this one because nah, she doesn't care. No, oh no, she cares. She, 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 she hates us. She doesn't hate us. We, to- us. We, we, told- we just, we just ruined her solitaire game. Don't we, worry we about it. We told her that we were going to record Mondays. So she switched her schedule to work Fridays and then so we, we should be doing Mondays, back. but then we can't have Butch. It's one or the other. She said, all she said was give her a couple weeks and she's going to switch back. So she'll be right. here. Um, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so there's, that, there's right. some, there's some things in the work we'll talk about off air. Don't right, then, then, then Phil's asked out. Sorry. Yeah. And well, yeah. And Phil is, you know, fisting. Himself. Can't make everybody happy. Right. Exactly. You know? So, uh, you except know, his glory hole. He makes everybody happy. He makes absolutely everybody happy. Don't forget um, to give to the Phil foundation. Absolutely. Don't forget the Phil foundation. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Phil foundation mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the rig check today. But before I do, we have to hit the most epic intro of all time and welcome the Maha to the mm. show. 
I wish I could hear the music. That would be nice. Right? I can hear the music. It's great. <laughs> right, right. So I can hear. I'll, you'll be fine. I can hear. You. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, don't don't worry about that. I uh, hear pool, the, the pool or pond. Don't pond, worry. Yeah, don't, pond, pond would be good for you. Don't worry about what I can hear. Yeah, don't worry about that. You don't need to hear that. It's only your intro. You don't need to hear it. Right. Ah, you, don't, you don't need right. to care. Right. Next time, yeah, when you all come down, we you know, we go out for dinner. I'll be like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm buying, but he's paying. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Anything you want, it's on him. Right, it's on him. And honestly, uh, it'll probably be on the business, so there you go. No. Yeah. We could make it a work dinner. That's a write-off. Oh, yeah. You just got to say, hey, medic material stuff, medic material stuff. Exactly. Medic material stuff. Boom, done. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I think this call lends itself to a lot of things that we talk about people doing and or not doing on multiple shows that we've done. So I'm hoping that you guys don't pull the rest of your hair out on this one. I ain't got um, enough. It's all good. Well, Go you got beard hair to pull. You can you can turn that into like a Fu Manchu kind of thing. I can get, I can get some grays out of there. Yeah, yeah. you know, just start plucking. Um, you but... still got to hold a Keith Hernandez, I see. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> I gotta say goodbye to Mr. Gray. Say goodbye to Mr. Gray. Oh yeah. God, I hate Keith Hernandez. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, so let me get into the rig check, and uh, then we'll get started with today. As Gerard brought up, the Phil Foundation. We do have the Phil Foundation authentic sticker. Um, that shows that you gave. That that shows that you gave. That's absolutely correct. Uh, pure, pure love, right there. And pure I'll tell you, love. This is a limited edition. That's I right. did not order a whole lot, so get them while you can. Uh, the merch site is down in the description below of either the video or That's the right. podcast you're watching. And I'll if tell you, th- if you were thinking of giving to that St. Jude, forget it. Just give forget to the those Phil kids. Found- Just you want to give to the Phil Foundation. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, we've already he gives back. We've already sold a few, which is just I know. Absolutely so mind awesome. blowing. Uh, that, that that makes my heart feel good. I know, right? We also that peop- have that, our... that people actually understand us. I know, I think, right? I think I need a tissue. Right. <laughs> we also have clumped. our BSI scene safe stickers. Yeah, I knew as, that would be a hit. Yep, as which yeah. we've also limited quantities of this one as well. Um, and then the best one, brainchild of our Sir Gerardo, the Thank you. mega sticker, make EMS great again. <laughs> That's right. Um, absolutely love this one. This one's going. Believe me. <laughs> the greatest ever. Greatest ever. Greatest greatest sticker you'll ever have. Yeah. Greatest Believe show. Me. Mexico paid for it. <laughs> um. So get the new stickers. Like I said, the merch link is down in the show notes or the description of the video you're watching. Um, secondarily, New York State is no longer extending certifications due to COVID, which means there are plenty of providers that are in crunch time and freaking out because they are due in like the next three months. You know how you fi- you know how you fix that? You join for free the CME Academy from Medic Materials, and then mm-hmm. you get listening to our CMEs, which are these podcasts, and you get done so many hours in such a short amount of time. Um, while you're driving while you're driving like i said multiple times there are people that listen to them while they're cooking while they're driving while they're at work right if you're doing yeah, this when you're in the bunker or whatever but one on 
Absolutely. So I can't say it'll help with the one thing, but it'll help. <laughs> hit you hitting Phil's well. glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> right, While you're hitting right. Phil's glory hole, exactly. Right, there you go. I mean, whatever um, works. He'll get, so, you, he'll, get you over, he'll get you over the hump. <laughs> the uh, the link for the CME Academy is again hump, down hump. in down in the show notes. Um, and we want to shout out our listeners in Botswana Ooh. and the great state of Utah, which I finally was able to visit over uh, over winter break last year. And a uh, special thank you goes out to our brand new Patreons, Jim, Tori, and Jerry. So thank you wow. very much That's for awesome. becoming Patreons. Right on. Um, See, I told you, hey, you shame them into freaking cracking that wallet open. <laughs> right? Damn skimpy. <laughs> that new thank intro's you. working, Gerard. And, and as far as Botswana goes, uh, and if anybody does ever want to go on a really cool, like, vacation or honeymoon or whatever, the Okavango Delta. It's a it's a whole little nature preserve in Botswana. But you want to see elephants, you want to see all that shit, that's where you want to go. That's cool. It, it's it's fucking awesome. That sounds freaking cool. It is fucking awesome. Very very cool. Um yeah. Okinawa what? The Okavango Delta. <laughs> it's, I heard, a, it's a whole I heard Okinawa region. Too. Yeah, Okinawa, sure. Why not? You'll get on the wrong plane and you'll be getting off with all your Africa shit on and everyone will be like, yo, Konnichiwa, bitch. <laughs> Mr. Like, Miyagi be coming to greet me. <laughs> Why is everybody so small? <laughs> oh, man. I think we got on the wrong plane. <laughs> they got these little trees over there. Right. Um, shit. So, a uh... giant lizard attacking that building. What the fuck? <laughs> it's Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so are you guys ready to hear this uh, this ready. nonsense? It, it is it is full of nonsense. Uh, I have need to take a deep breath first. I feel like it, it's it's this is not a extremist call. This is not a Patreon level call. This is not going to you know thrill the hearts and minds. Well, we is, don't have any dead kids. No dead kids. No uh, heartbreaking nonsense. I think. Well, it's look at just, well, hold on. Let's take a moment. And compliment the Maha. Now we know why he's the Maha. He's drinking that fucking Fru Fru smart water. Mm. It's making him smart. It's making and him it's got, smart. It's got grape Elect- drink in it. It's got electrolytes. It's got it's got grape drink in it too. Oh, it's got grape drink. Grape See? Drink. With with caffeine grape, mixed in. Grape drink with smart water will make you smart as the Maha. See, you should get them and sign on for one of those little sponsorship deals. Right? You know? The grape drink or the smart smart water? Both. Get it from both ends. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> the, the glory hole. Yeah. I mean, Both that, ends, glory hole. You that, know, hey. That's you Phil's job. Hand. Let, let's put it this way. None of us work <laughs> Phil's job. Phil's works Phil's job. So that's we don't right. want to overstep and right. overbook Phil. That is true. I mean, he is, you know, in the process of getting fisted right now. I mean, so the, the poor guy is, is just, t- he's just so tired. He's so tired. He's tired of playing the game. <laughs> the poor guy. And, and it's a freaking shame. You know, we tell him. I've offered to have him come out here and work. Man don't want to. I don't know why. Yeah. But Chump don't want the help. Chump don't get the get help. The help. <laughs> <laughs> what a seamless transition that was. <laughs> that was great. If uh, only he knew what he was doing, it would have been the perfect setup on the tee. Sorry. He just didn't he just didn't know. But I didn't. It was perfect. It was perfect anyway. I'm glad perhaps that I, he, I'm glad that I helped you guys out. Even more perfect because you didn't. Yes. yes. <laughs> Perfect being clueless. I love That's it. right. All right. Um, 
All right. It's like half so, our government. Yep. <laughs> half. <laughs> Sorry. Half. Exactly. Half. half. <laughs> right. And it's I like I almost you. shit my pants. Like, almost. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So your system today is a urban district, a large mm. city urban district. My favorite. Covered by a city um, ambulance staffed mm-hmm. with two paid EMT basics. Zero paramagicians in this one. Nice. Um, the hospitals, hospitals right around the corner. Yep. There are two hospitals within the immediate area of this call. There is That's a large. Scoop and run. Yep. There's a large city. Uh, remember, this is a large city. So most of the hospitals have all the different services like cardiac and stroke and trauma yep. and stuff like that. But these two. Um, have other specialties amongst those. One is 10 blocks north of the scene. That one also specializes in cancer and cancer treatments. Mm. And then the other hospital that is close is six blocks east of the scene and specializes in sports medicine, which I think is kind of cool. Ortho, that kind of stuff, yeah. Right, ortho, sports medicine, stuff like that. So you guys are dispatched. Now we can't forget. Mm. We're not going to trust the alpha. Right. Okay. Never. Never trust the alpha. Get your sticker. Merch link below. Mm. All right. You guys are dispatched an alpha fucking priority to an apartment building for a 57-year-old female with the complaints of nausea, vomiting, and abdomen pain. How did this get an alpha, you (laughs) fucking dispatchers? I'm telling you, uh, you know, put put the EMD down. Put the EMD down. Just walk, set it down, and back away from Just it slowly. Just walk away. Just, okay, put it down. Open your ears. Open your eyes. Think about things for a second. You have a female, abdomen pain, nausea, right? What does that sound like to you? Continue. More than an alpha. So, yeah. So, I, I, I personally hate nausea vomiting calls because my Mm. first instinct is oh my god this is the stomach bug and i'm gonna bring it home and then we're all gonna be vomiting and nastiness but what goes through your head when hearing those three things because you typically hear nausea vomiting abdo pain together or some combination of those three with female my first thing is cardiac okay especially 57 year old middle-aged probably a good thought process to go it's through. It's one of the first things that pops in my head. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Maha. Yeah. With that you? age range, fifties in the fifties, forties, fifties. Yeah. I think of the cardiac stuff. If it's younger, you think of pregnancy stuff, you know, more, yep. yeah, more pregnancy. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I tend to agree there, right. In, yep. in people of childbearing age up to like 45, I tend to think, okay, is this a pregnancy issue? Right. Ectopic stuff, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. 40 and above. I tend to also think cardiac related, like all of those get 12 leads, no matter what. Um, You know, it's not even like, oh, is it above or below the navel? Nope. Don't care. Abdo pain gets 12 leads. At least that's typically about about what I do. Do the EMTs in this uh, district, do they... Do 12 leads or no? They do not. They okay. they have a cardiac monitor in their ambulance that Why? they because they use it for the AED capabilities. They do not uh, carry the standard like standalone AED. You gotta love city EMS and fire because oh yeah. 
all you need is an AED, but we're going to spend the money and get you a full monitor that you can't fucking use. Exactly, right? Just yeah. put it in AED mode. It'll be fine. That's it. Just leave fine. Then, they, then they lock out all the ALS features, you know. Right, yeah. All right. you can do is put an AED. Or, or we could just spend 300 bucks and get you an AED. Right. <sighs> just, just wait. You, the excitement of this call. Man, you can't make this shit up. No, you cannot. Um, well, our call volume, we got no money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How about, that, was... how about that BLS life pack you got? Dude, I was. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> $35,000 cardiac right. monitor for BLS AD right. and, and vital signs that they just uh, write in anyway. Right. Um, it's, it's a city, so you know they got like six of them in the station. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they got them beat pockets. They don't give a fuck. Uh, good um, stuff. And they got a backup for each one of them. Right. But I'll tell you, <laughs> dude, so believe this or not, I was reading an article about um, Atlanta, EM, Atlanta City Fire EMS, right? Yeah, yeah. And they admitted in the article that call volume was up 14%. Oh, and shit. I was like, like yeah, what? But, <laughs> you know what that means? Yeah, but see, they, they, know, they know for a fact that. What? Their, their people don't read those articles, so they can keep telling them it's down. Right. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, but all right. They're like, they're so, never going to read that. No. So the uh, no pictures. <laughs> nope. The uh, the crew uh, takes a drive over to the uh, apartment complex. They grab, and I quote, just so you clearly hear me, they grab their stretcher and their tablet and move into the apartment building. That's all you need. You know, you got everything. You're good. You got everything, right? Wow. So. You got a patient. You got a, to put, you got a stretcher to put the patient on. And you, you can you can get the tablet to information, dude, patient I'm, information. I'm just, You're good to I'm go. Just, I'm just, you know what, dude? I'm, I'm going to say it's, 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 it's city system culture man yes it is if, just if, you're, if you're if you're just bls in a city you're you're just gonna fucking you're scoop just, them and go anyway just, there's nothing got, you're gonna do right you're scooping i got, five, and minutes, home, I got right? five minutes to drive right and not, not even half the time oh right around the corner yep off you go yep you know yep. so 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 you know what i get it they're they're lulled into the whole why should i bother doing that shit when we're just fucking rocking and rolling i can't do anything anyway right so they grab their stretcher and their tablet. They move into the apartment building. Yeah. The uh, the EMTs arrive at the apartment, knock on the door. A woman opens up the door and then walks back into the kitchen. With, and, you know, opens the door, says, hey, come on in, walks back right into the kitchen, which is, like, directly next to the door. Okay. The EMTs follow this lady inside, and they ask, why the heck have they been called? And she says that she woke up this morning with excruciating abdominal pain and explosive projectile vomiting. Um, it continued through the morning. She couldn't handle it anymore now that it's the afternoon. And so she called 911. So that's your initial story. Not much to go on, right? Okay. It's not like this, this crew can do a lot since, you know, they didn't bring any gear. They can assess. They can assess, right? But they're not going to. But they're. But we already know how this show works. All yeah. all of the fans listening are like, yeah, they're not going to do a thing, and they're gonna, right. and she's going to die in the elevator. We already know what's going to happen. You you can walk to the ambulance, right? Right. 
Um, I'm surprised they brought the stretcher. Me too, mm. right? So are are there any special questions you guys specifically tend to ask with complaints like nausea and abdominal pain? What does the pain feel like? Uh, anything else you don't that you don't normally I, I call them any other sensations you don't normally have that you've noticed. Yeah. You know, so they can they might say, oh, yeah, a little back pain or, oh, man, my hand was tingling a little bit or something like that. You know, just so anything that's 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 a little off. Um, and then, yeah, then straight into freaking samples. Like, give me uh, what your, what's your history and what do you take and what are you allergic to so I can work? Right. And I and I like how you put it in like sensations that you don't normally feel. Right. You didn't just yeah. say, hey, do you have pain anywhere else? Nope. Because they'd I ask be like, that no. all the time. Right. Um, I tend to, you know, always ask like for chest pains and, or, you know, or belly pains, I'll ask pain pressure or other discomforts, you know, because it could be something that that it's not, it doesn't fit into pain or pressure kind of thing. So I really like sensations. I might steal that one from you. Yeah, dude, by all means, take it. I like uh, that one. Because the the thing that I found is, especially with older people. You can't ask them, so are you feeling pain anywhere? You're going to sit down, pull out your fucking notebook, because you're going to be writing for a while if you ask them that question. Because <laughs> right. they're always in pain. There's always something going on. Right. Knee pain, back pain, this pain, that pain. So you can't say, oh, are you feeling any pain? Because their answer is going to be, yeah. Right. And then you your, your follow-up is, well, is that normal pain? Do you have right. it every day? So like, get rid of all that. Because, you know, in the beginning when you're, you're brand spanking new, you ask stuff like that. Right. Then you learn how to talk to people and you learn – what you don't want to do, and that's when I came up with, hey, you know what? You feel any? Have you been noticing any sensations you don't normally feel? Yeah, I like so then that. They, in their like mind, yeah, in their mind, they 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 eliminate all the, their normal aches and pains, and they go, oh yeah, I've been feeling this little thing, a pinchy pain right here in the left side of my my flank there, you know, or so, whatever, you know right. what I mean. So then you then you'll get something that might actually help you. What about you, oh. Mister Maha? So another one is she opened the door for this one and she said she, you know, woke up and she was puke. Now did she wake up with the pain or did the pain wake her up? You know, that's mm. another go in too. So yeah. that can kind of indicate maybe what's going on here too. Cause if she woke up and then she started having the pain, yeah. you know, they always, they always taught us like, if you wake, if the pain wakes you up, then it's much more serious than waking up and then having the pain. Right. So, right. And, and, and then it, like, what does, what does the vomit look like? Is it, yeah. Is it food? Is it bile? Is it, you know, yeah. is it bread? Right. Undigested food that, yeah. Right. And, and the, I think another one to add on top of that, that I tend to ask is, um, along the, along the lines of like vomiting and pain is did, I will always ask, you know, did it wake you up? Did it not wake you up if they were sleeping, but did the pain start before or after the vomiting started? Because if they're wrenching so hard right. and then the pain the started, or something, yeah. right, they could have pulled a muscle, they might have popped something, they might have broken, who knows, right? No. Um, but if they were vomit or if they were, you know, having the pain first and now they're vomiting, maybe that clues me into maybe a little bit of shock, maybe, you know, something is wrong with no. that particular, you know, portion of the GI tract. Who knows? So that's another one that I tend to ask if both of them are together. Um, oh, I, I was going to say the other thing I would do in this particular situation is pay more, play, pay close attention to my olfactory sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
take a whiff while you're in there. If you yeah. smell what you think you smell, what you smell, then then you, you might have a bleeder. Yeah. Yep. Does you know does it I mean? smell like nasty GI bleed? Right. Ugh. So yeah, I hear that of projectile vomiting, abdominal pain. You know, all, I'm like, well, ooh, yeah, we got the right one here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should uh, I mean, get, it, get it moving. You also have to remember projectile vomiting. You know, sometimes leads you to those subarachnoid bleeds too that we sometimes right. forget about. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's a good thought, right? So trauma kind of stuff. Did you fall recently? Did you get hit in the head with something? Did, did you know all those right. should be not so much thinking abdomen and GI, but also thinking neuro, right? right. I will, uh, I will foreshadow. They don't ever do anything neuro. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, <laughs> dude. Honestly, like I said, man, a city system and they're the BLS truck. I'm good so, luck. At, good I'm, luck if if their first set of vitals isn't where they stand there while at the hospital real quick and watch the nurse take it. I'm surprised that they showed up. Let's put it that way and didn't go to Chick Fil A. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but the worst part well, is is you don't you don't have to take you know half an hour to do an assessment like this. You can literally do that assessment within the first mm-hmm. five minutes and know what's going on with somebody. Yeah. Ask a few questions. While you're doing the questions, you do you're doing your assessment. Like, hey, just kind of hold my hands, squeeze my hands. Oh, so you know, when did the pain start? How did it start? Did it wake you up? Were you awake when it happened? You know, what does your vomit look like? Is it you know this that this that? Yeah. You know, and then when you get done doing the the neuro assessment, you can kind of pat the belly. Do you have a headache with this at all? You know, yeah, and you can be done in five minutes. Yep. Yeah, and you don't it's even literally you, that quick. You didn't even need gear for that, right? So nope. even though that they forgot gear, you could yeah, figure done so. out a large portion of possibly what's going on. Right. But I think Gerard's leading down the, the path of, you know, this is what has been ingrained in their training. This is what they've seen most of their other providers doing. This is the culture. So we're just going to run with it. And we're not really, this is, this is bothersome, right? Mm -hmm. This lady with her complaints are, you know, a, a fly in the ointment and, why give her the time of well, day? Well, I mean, honestly, I, I don't even know. I, I don't think it would be. I, I, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna go out and say that they're gonna look at this woman as uh, an annoyance. Uh, I, again, I don't know if it's like if she's a frequent or whatever, but but if yeah, she's not I don't a frequent, know that either. and and they've just been you know dispatched here, you know, like I said, I I, I, I think it's just it's the culture in a lot of especially urban places where mm-hmm. you know especially if you're a bls truck because I, I was a bls truck in an urban place and all they cared about was well why did you stay on scene so long well i was doing an assessment just scoop them and go right you got you got three calls pending right you know so <laughs> why why are you even talking to that patient but the but get, this get your demos get the vitals run to the hospital right and the, make sure, and yeah make sure you got that insurance information have them sign and get that's the, it uh, right that's and it the, get the insurance and card. the sad yeah. part about it is we see this reflected in the als perspective as well you know it's not just that's, bls providers it's and, als providers as well right and and that's where i have an exception where it's like okay not not that i'm like diminishing bls provider. i mean i like i said when you were like, well, what can they do? Well, they can assess. You can right. assess a patient. Absolutely. And then you can walk them into the hospital and go, hey, you know what? This, this is what we got. Here's all our findings so far. You know, this is what is I'm you. suspecting. Have go. fun. Have a good day. Sign here. Yep. You know, it's better than just walking and going, 
patient. Here's, here's Julie. Right. Have a nice day. Back yep. to you. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, where I take the exception is when you have the ALS providers that do the same shit. It's like, no, 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 man. You, you got the whole extra set of fucking skill set that you bring. And honestly, man, like, uh, with the exception of places where your, 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 your fire is in conjunction with EMS, because that I understand. They don't want to be, they don't want to do paramedicine. They don't want to do EMS. They just want right. to fucking they, stroke their fucking smooth bore. I get it. Then, then don't fucking be a paramedic just well well yeah but you you can't have the job though you got to have the you got to be a paramedic and go work at fucking walmart well no no but you can't you can't be on the calendar if you go to walmart so the problem is it it, that i mean to me that's the biggest problem you're forcing people to do a job they don't want to do yeah um and then there's no I don't want to say the word incentive, but there's no accountability for when they there's don't do There's no their job. oversight. Right. Right. It's up. They okay, just, cool. Oh, they're, they're just our good boys. We're just going to, we'll, we'll, we'll remediate them and they'll be okay. And, right. You know, and the doctors have their favorite little departments. And, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll just you know, sweep that under the rug, you know. And he just needs a little more training. You know, he's a good, good, he's a good guy, you know. Right. And you know, he'll be on next month, uh, you know, Mr. J- July, you know, he'll be all right. That's and, right. Uh, we, have, we have transport agencies you know, that can take him to the right hospital. Right. And well, I, I, the... Right. And I'll yell at them <laughs> when they get here. Absolutely. So, 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 go ahead. But my, point, but my point is, is just with the exception of places like that where you know they're not going to do what they're supposed to do just because they don't want to be there. But in places where they are an EMS, you know, entity, where they are separate and they are city stuff. Yeah, man, this is your time to play, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, all that shit you learned, all the funky, cool little things you could do. Now's your chance to go, go fucking do it. Why are you just scooping and running right you know again you know it it doesn't take a long it doesn't take a lot of effort for people to break what they believe in and Mm. join the crowd right so they could have been taught they could have known like hey i gotta do an assessment i want to do good i want it but if they're on the island by themselves like they're the only ones that are going to do that they will conform to the Absolutely. rest of the crowd, right? Because it you, doesn't you, I mean, take you, a lot. You're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna go far making everybody else look bad, right? Even though they're making themselves look bad, you're just the only one who points out the fact that points they're not doing out. what they're supposed to do. Bingo, bingo. You know? um, so, I mean, granted, there are those times you show up to a call and you're just like, oh shit, I gotta go now. I mean, there's there are those times right. when, right? If you if you not if you aren't in a hospital. 10 minutes ago, that patient is just yeah. going to be, you know, like, like a, like bad freaking gunshot or stay or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. That's like, that's like, Hey, I don't, I don't need to sit here and figure out what the hell happened. I know what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know this motherfucker is going to be dead if they don't get a cert, you know, to a surgeon's table. So right. let's just fucking go and we'll figure out the rest later. Yep. Yeah. Those, those are good situations, right? You know? So let's see, let's, let's see what these, these guys do. So the, uh, the primary EMT begins a, Initial assessment. Um, they find that this lady is alert and oriented times four, airways open, clear of any fluid or debris at this time. Uh, breathing appears normal. Skin is pink, cool, and dry. And that is the assessment. No bills. No taking a pulse, no vital signs, no asking of questions. Bucks. So please tell me they at least just got her up and let's go. Not yet. 
They will, but not yet. I mean, she's talking to him, so she's got to be breathing. Right. I mean, there's, there's that. There's Are they that. hoping for the sign-off? <laughs> Probably. Um, so during this time that the, the first EMT is doing this primary assessment, the secondary EMT is asking her not all of the important questions of like, what's your history and what's this, what's that, but all of the important demographic information to put into the tablet. Of course. That's um, why the tablet's with them. Because that's exactly, we've got to start chart, right? Got to right. start chart. You have your insurance card by any chance? Right. So once the demo information is entered into the tablet, they assist her walking to the stretcher, uh, mm -hmm. which they left conveniently in the hall, just like we yep. all would, and begin to head out of the apartment complex. Well, um, you know, it's hard to push the head of the stretcher in and move it and configure it inside the apartment. Very, difficult. very difficult. So for informational purposes, for you guys and for all of the listeners, um, the, uh, the lady says that she has a medical history of a cardiac stent, one, and is on metoprolol and aspirin daily and does not have any allergies. Um, so take that as you will for this call. That's all she's mm. on with a stent? That is all she's on with a stent. Now, that is all that was reported to me that she's on. Who knows if she's non-med compliant? I don't know. It was kind of surprising that she wasn't on a like a Plavix or something like or something like right that, or, yeah. that she wasn't on a bigger, you know, yeah. Yeah, usually you're on a statin by now. The usual cardiac diet, you know, exactly. Yeah. I was kind of shocked too, but again, who knows? She could not be med compliant. Who the heck knows? So they get they're They're wheeling her down the hall. They get into the elevator and they're heading down this building and while in the elevator she tells them that she is again about to vomit um the paint the walls for right? those about to vomit <laughs> we salute you <laughs> the uh the crew scrambles about to try and find an emesis bag but there's then you wonder why i always end up at the back of the stretcher it bingo right um mama didn't raise no fool <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I just have to, I just have to time here for a second. Um, I don't know what you hit on your uh, desk there, Mister Gerard, but your simulator just lit up behind you, and I'm curious as to where you're flying to. Oh, it's not. It's just the. Uh, oh, it's just the it's screen. Just, it's just the desktop background. Oh, okay, I, I didn't. I can't see the icon, so it just looks like yeah. you're flying. Um, no, no, no. All right, no. all right. Um. So back in, um, the the crew scrambles to find. I think it wasn't porn, right? Ooh, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, why is Phil on your screen back there? <laughs> like, oh, hold on a second. Um, so you know we those all, we go all blurry here. Those uh, those compartments that you can hang on like the back of the stretcher. Yeah. You can put like gloves and shit in, right. you know, yeah. oxygen supplies. You know, important they, stuff. Important There's stuff. There's nothing ever useful in there. Ever. There's right. never anything it. useful, right? Well, they have one of those, but none of the compartments have an emesis bag. It's got their Chick-fil-A in there. It's probably got their Chick-fil-A. So without an emesis bag, this lady proceeds to projectile vomit 
across her legs, across the bottom of the stretcher, uh, and across the elevator wall. Because splash. <laughs> splash. Like, splash. I could only imagine the smell of that. Now um, I'll be taking the stairs. Right? <laughs> Bye. Ma'am, I'll meet you at the bottom. Hey, we're both EMTs, so see you later. Yeah. So <laughs> the truck they, they report that it is a uh thicker brown liquid that comes out not like clear bile not yellow mm. it's like nasty brown shit Ugh. yeah no food in it just nasty brown so they get out of the elevator okay, is today is it dark brown or just brown brown they just reported to me as brown so okay. i i don't know um they get out of the elevator, and because this all happened, they don't want to just leave. So they go over across the lobby to the building office, uh, and they tell the, the building manager, hey, this lady just vomited all over your elevator. I'd shut it down, and then they leave. They're like, peace, not my problem, and see you later. Clean up, i for <laughs> Which, honestly, is probably what I would do in that situation. I would be like, yo. Clean up. Sorry, we can't it, stay. Bye. I was gonna say it also. It also depends on the type of building this is. It, they may have just gone. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can think of a few that are just like, hey, you know, someone just puked all over the freaking thing. Or like, Meh. yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll brighten better, the place up a little it's bit. It's better yeah. than needles. It's fine. Right. Um. Might want to shut that elevator down. Oh, it's already out of service. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you took that elevator? Shit. Yeah, we did. Huh? We lived. Yeah. So you, you didn't see eight, the sign? What sign? Eight, eight <laughs> four, huh? yeah. So so far this crew's gotten demos, right? Um, they have absolutely no idea why this lady is having excruciating abdominal pain or the vomiting. And to me, it seems like they could just honestly care less. So at this point, I just want your generalized thoughts over over the whole thing. We've broken down a bunch of their, you know, the 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 little things, but like your thoughts on on care, on what could be going on, just generalized. I mean, what could be going on is all kinds of good stuff, but all kinds of good stuff, right? You, you know, don't even just... at a BLS level, man. You know, what do they what do they tell you? You know, I mean. It's so funny. People act like like EMTs never had to deal with a freaking you know MI on their own ever, right. and it's like it's like doesn't anybody remember you do signs and symptoms in EMT school, and if it meets this set of criteria, you go, oh okay, well here's some aspirin. Here's uh, do you take nitro? No, okay, well that goes out the window. But oh, if you have nitro, I can help you to take some of that and you get that in you too. Okay, here's, here's some oxygen. Oxygen, yeah. All right, a little oxygen, right? And yeah. off we go. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's amazing how many systems beat their EMTs into the ground to where they're completely and utterly useless. Like, just Dude, give they, me, they won't give even me give two drivers. Just give me two drivers because, honestly, you are completely useless yeah. to that patient. If you are, you are gifted across the country with – all of the life-saving skills, aspirin, mm. epinephrine, airway stuff, 
ventilatory management, bleeding control, CPR, all of the things that actually change outcomes. Not, oh, well, we'll give you a five of metoprolol if the doctor lets us for your, you know, hypertensive crisis. No, no, no. That's bullshit what paramedics do, right? They just do it flashier. Dude, BB freaking told me one time, yeah, we were sitting outside and he was on a cigar and I was smoking one of my cancer sticks and we're having a talk about, you know, me going to paramedic school and all that. And, and he's like, you know, when you go, you know, they're going to teach you all kinds of fun, you know, funny stuff and fancy stuff and all kinds of good things. And, and they're, they're really good things and they're good things to know and they're good things to have and be able to do he says, but you know, at the end of the day, there's really only one thing that anyone paramedic EMT carries in their bag that is 100% proven to save a life. He said, and what do you think that is? And I'm like, uh, fucking you know, oral glucose. I, I don't know, fucking, you know, what the fuck do I know? You know, I'm a fucking EMT. You know, <laughs> what do I? He's like, no, nah, man, fucking aspirin. Yeah. Yeah. Aspirin. aspirin. And aspirin. EMTs and EMTs give aspirin. Right. Aspirin, epinephrine. Literally, the only two things that I tell all of my students, these will save lives. That's Everything it. else you could do without. Aspirin, no. epinephrine, save lives. So. EMTs give that, right? Yeah. So why are we treating these EMTs and why are we beating them into the ground to turn them into providers like this who are just transport junkies? They're not because. doing assessments. They're not trying to figure out problems. They don't give a flying fuckery. There's there's a there's because an error of there's, snobbery. Because because there's another call pending ten minutes down the road. They gotta hurry up, turn the burn, yeah. get the demo so they can build for this one and get to the yeah. next one. Yeah, it's yeah. such bullshit. That's a, that's no nope, abnormal nope. lab values at the nursing that's, home. That's, go to the hospital. Right. That's the reality. Oh, I know it's the reality, but the reality could still be bullshit. Oh no, you it's know? it's dazzling bullshit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um so I hear they're good. I hear, yeah, I hear they're good. So but, the but, uh but, the, but yeah, ahead, no, it, it's no, I was just gonna say it's it it it's um I mean yeah, it is dazzling bullshit and they are very good. But no, um <laughs> Hey, um R um Yeah, we'll what? just leave it there. Go ahead, continue. My bad. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Let's move on. So the uh, the secondary EMT gets into the driver's seat once they get to the ambulance. And they begin transport to the hospital six blocks away. Yeah. The, the, it's just, let's just get there. Let's just get did, there, right? Did they go lights and sirens, Bo? No, you know no they idea. did. I have no idea. Uh, of course they did. Probably. It's it's a, it's a city, sure. You're in a city, you got to go lights and sirens. Absolutely. Because if you don't, then people are looking going, Hey, why are they driving like that? We got no lights on. How come they're not in a hurry? Yep. So towels are placed over the vomit on our legs. Um, And then Mm. the the primary EMT connects the NIBP cuff from their $35,000 cardiac monitor. The $35,000 blood pressure machine. Which, which again, they can only (laughs) use as blood pressure (laughs) and an AED. Which will not give you the blood pressure bouncing up and down the road. Right. They got a pulse ox, um, yeah. too. Yep, and 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 a pulse ox. Um, That's right. I forgot they, about the pulse ox. They get their first set of vitals because we didn't do vitals upstairs, right? Why? We didn't bring any gear upstairs. 
Right. Um, so the BP and, we, and the pulse ox isn't accurate till about three minutes in. So how accurate is that? Yep. Just you know. so the uh, BP cuff mm. via the or the, the BP cuff. <laughs> I'll dig myself an hour. The, the BP via the NIBP cuff returns as 145 over 97. The heart rate via the Pulse Ox probe is 118. The respiratory rate is counted as 20 and unlabored. And the SPO2 is 94% on room air. I have no idea if this lady's heart rate was... Regular, irregular, irregularly irregular because they never checked an actual physical pulse. Hmm. Um, so couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, I mean, does does the mechanical pulse match the freaking electrical pulse? Right. No clue. Who knows? The yeah. machine spit out one one eighteen. I'm going with it, Gerard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, let's um, see. What was that drug she was on again? Oh yeah, metoprolol. How mm. accurate were those vitals? Hmm. Right. Interesting that. You know, she's on a beta blocker and she's hey, she doesn't have the chest pain to go with it either. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting, right? Hmm. So hmm. hold on, hold on, I'm gonna do my <laughs> Kung Fu. I, I almost interesting. I almost thought you were going up like this, that you were gonna do the I can't see me. Oh no John Cena. Oh no, I can see that. Like I was yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like, how's he gonna fit that in? <laughs> no, no, I'm just doing the uh <laughs> Um But yeah, good things to think about, right? Like she's got a cardiac history, she's complaining of abdominal pain, she's on metoplol, which is a beta blocker, which should slow her rate, but her rate is all the way in the one teens. That doesn't make much sense, right? And she's also Got a blood pressure that's through the roof, where typically the metoprolol would lower the blood pressure. Did we ever ask, do you, know? you take your meds faithfully? Bingo, right? Did she take her meds today? Did she take her meds and then vomit them all back up? Right. Right? And she never really got her meds today, right? Uh-huh. Never asked uh-huh. anything. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. So they finally get this poor doll and emesis bag. The, uh, the primary EMT finally decides to ask a question and asks if do you have your insurance card on you right (laughs) um so they uh they ask if she's eating or drinking anything today because you know we always have to ask that that is the stupidest fucking question to ask right now i know oh my god like on the scale of one to completely fucking like full tard You've 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 you've, you've 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 pinned the end of the spectrum. But well, it's on that sample thing, like down that L. So you got to throw it in there. Holy somewhere. shit! Yep. You just she's been projectile puking all day long. She just did it again in front of you, and your first question: Have you eaten or drank anything? Yeah, ma'am. Do you like bacon? Like, <laughs> like, are you this? If I may, if I may take a Bruce Willis, you have haggis, right? Right? Did you have eat any haggis today? If I may take a Bruce Willisism, uh, are you the kind of person that would have gone up to the to Mrs. Lincoln at Ford Theater and said, "Hey, did I miss anything?" <laughs> you know, but it's so true, right? We're so ingrained on sample, right, that we don't go out of sample. You know, oh. L last oral intake. What did you eat last? 
how many times do we really ask that question? Very rarely do I, unless it's like a glucose problem. Right. If there's an indication for me to ask that, I will ask it. Right. Other than that, it's, I it's could there care for you to less. learn to keep it in the quiver to use as needed. Right. Mm-hmm. They really you know? should take it out of sample because it really stresses people ask it for every single thing and it's like in the beginning, why? but but once they learn, hey, I don't have to do that, then like I said, it's something that it's in your head, it's in there. And like for me, the reason I ask it, it may not be for like abdominal stuff or or, or nausea, or whatever. For me, it could be you know, I'm taking somebody that I know is about to go on a fucking operating room table. Right. And yep. I'm like, I, they need to know, like, when's the last time you ate or drank something? Yep. Because, you know, they'll be fucking wearing it, yep. you know, <laughs> or you'll be inhaling it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, that that's really the only time I think about it is, like you said, you know, anything, you know, metabolic, endocrine, that kind of shit. Or if I know I'm taking someone, they're going right to the fucking OR. Right. Yep. You know. I, I agree. Um. So she responds that she couldn't eat or drink anything. She atrocity she attempted, right? A tried. I'll dig myself. She, she atrotted. She atrotted. She yes. tried. Um, she tried to eat uh this morning, but again, just vomits it back up, right? So probably indicates there that she took her meds and vomited and them back them up. up, right? Yeah. Um, she tells them that she's feeling cold. And she's visibly beginning to shiver. Um, so she's starting to shiver. She's starting to shiver. She's so, starting to shimmy. Sh- <laughs> the uh, the EMT <laughs> is very nice and does their due diligence and gets her a blanket from the cabinet uh, to deal nice. with that problem. Oh. Because you know, <sighs> why should we be wondering if any of this is symptomatic of her problem, right? Um, and they arrive six blocks out, right? They arrive at the ER. No one's going to die in six blocks. No, I mean, you put a blanket on her, you know, to cover that, you know, shocky symptom that she's feeling right now. And, 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 and to make sure that, that the nurses have a wonderful surprise when they pull that off. (laughs) Damn Skippy. Um, so they arrive at the ER and they're asked to please wait for a room assignment. Ah, Of course. uh, So, One hour later... Well, they're short-staffed. Absolutely. One hour later, they are finally given that infamous room assignment. One hour. One hour, right? During this hour, she vomits... I I hope her family sues. Anyway. During this hour, she vomits two more times into the emesis bag. Still this nasty brownish (laughs) liquid. How much more of that do you think she's got in there? I don't know. See, that's that's when she starts to vomit. You wheel her right there in front of the nurse's station, just sort of puke on the nurse's station, and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, see, get a room now, right? Right? Um, how about you want, now? You, you want the, you want this out here with you? I'll be happy to stand right here." Uh huh. So they unload her after this hour to her bed. Uh, they give a report to the RN staff, and they return into service. Yep. So. Notice my next question is going to be thoughts, overall thoughts on this call. I have a awesome update for you guys. Um, it's it's what I thought they would do. It's what they, you, did, they, they didn't disappoint. They did not disappoint, right? Notice one blood pressure for probably an hour and a half worth of patient contact yeah. time. Well, no well, assessment. They, they, they didn't actually bring her in with the monitor attached, did they? No, of course not. 
No. Now they got to the hospital, they took it off, and like, okay, see you later. Yeah. Right. One thing yeah. that I will never ever do, right? Yeah. Lots of people do it. I don't understand why Dude, they it's, rip it's all the leads peeve, off. Man. Like it drives me crazy. It's it's like, insane. It's that's like, not that what is your patient. If they code while you're walking out of the ambulance. It's you got your fucking patient. You haven't transferred them. Yeah. I uh, can't. I can't say how many times I've been with people and they're like. Oh, why are you leaving the things on? Because uh, the medics don't leave their things on. And I'm like, well, this medic leaves his fucking things on. So you, fucking you need to work with me. You and me both. I had, a, I had a patient one time who had a history of a left, no, right bundle branch block, was having chest pains. I sat in the vestibule of a, a certain local hospital waiting for a room. As I'm talking to this guy, I'm, I'm watching... My soul monitor and you know real time twelve lead, do to do and waiting for a room, waiting for a room, waiting for a room. All of a sudden, I look up and that right bundle branch block went to a normal sinus rhythm. Hmm. So the issue with that is, is that right bundle branch block is now that when he goes to that normal sinus rhythm, that's all elevations now. So I was like, hey doc. Got a room for me now, and he's like, "You're not in a room yet." Nope, I had a room in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. funny how that happens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? You would have missed that. Yep. You know, and that's the thing. Like, it drives me bonkers. If you had a life pack, you'd have missed it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Unless yeah. you unless you had automatic twelve leads being taken every couple of minutes. Right. Well, a lot of life packs are set up like that. Like, if you get elevations, it. It takes it'll, on that twelve. It'll, it'll kick it. Yeah. Spit them out yeah. every five or ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it'll it'll pick up on it. But yeah. But yeah. So like you know, I I agree with you guys. Grape drink. In that grape drink. Um. The, there was a little chicken. There was no surprises anywhere in here. Yeah. Um. You know, it was. City EMS, dude. It was City BLS EMS. Yes, it was. It was City BLS EMS. It's City ALS EMS. Right. It was ALS EMS. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, you know, and no, it's true. I I look at it as I still like I have a hard time swallowing calls like these because Bill doesn't. I know Phil doesn't. That's why you give to the Phil Foundation. Uh, um, you know it. It drives me bonkers because it's like all they had to. do. I'm just gonna keep fucking with him until he shows up and actually like you know fu- participates. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, it's I mean, just gonna continue. He he was on the Patreon the last time. Oh, was he? Oh, okay, my he, bad. He came and participated. Right. Absolutely. I don't get I don't get the Patreons because I'm um, cheap. So, Not that he was saying participated because he was like, was, oh, yeah. Was the, oh well, I mean, he's got to pay the bills. That was such a hard, oh, God. So hard to edit that whole episode. But, anywho, the, these calls drive me up the wall because these guys have the capability to do their job, right? Yep. But either they have been trained to not do their job or they have chosen to be such horrible human beings that they don't give a flying fudge about another person having problems. Well, I think, I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's like almost like a chicken and an egg thing. Cause you know, especially when you're dealing with a corporate culture of a, of a place like that, you know, 
and I've been there. It's like, you know, you do you continue to be the person that every time you come back from a call, they're like, why did you do that? Why right. did you do that? You know, meanwhile, well, I wouldn't have done that. I would have just done this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, well, motherfucker, I ain't you. So that's why I did that. And then next thing you know, you've got, you know, you've got fucking enemies and shit because yep. they all look like fucking assholes. Right. And I'll, and I will be the first one to say it is 100% accurate when you make people look stupid for no. not doing their job. You will then get labeled as you're lazy, you're horrible, you do this, you do that, you're angry, you're whatever. Yeah, the lazy thing had me. That was funny. Like, I, like yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. So he's doing his job, but you're calling him lazy, right? <laughs> it's it's absolutely wild. Only only in that county. Only. <laughs> oh my I know. god. I know. Um. God, for, not, God forbid. No, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where, yeah, did did it. Did their you know conforming to the culture come first, or did them you know just being you know treated like shit, worked it you know to death, all the you know all the usual EMS shit along with that culture, and they finally just said, "Yeah, I don't give a shit anymore." Right. Yeah. I'm getting paid. I'm, you know. Right. I'm here. Let's go I'm get just, the next carcass. Right, and that's exactly you know? what it turns mm-hmm. into: is oh, you're just moving bodies. Who cares yeah. about what the body is and what's going on? We're just moving bodies. I know, I know somebody right now who literally just got out of EMS and like it, you, every patient was a carcass. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they were legit or not. It was, right. oh, I had to move this fucking carcass, you know? It, and that's, it's, a, it that's a sad like, way. Yeah. And this is somebody, that, so this is, you know, over 13 years of EMS experience gone now. Yeah. Because we, we just don't know how to hold people accountable. You know, we don't, we don't demand people to be good. No. We just keep letting them be shit, and then finally people get fed up, and they're just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I don't give a shit either." Yeah, and then they you and know? then they bolt. Yeah, you know, if they're smart, they bolt. If they're not smart, yeah. they just continue the the whole. And they just stay mis- miserable, right? Yeah. They just stay miserable. It's it's freaking yeah. wild. Um, so your your overall thoughts, Butch, before I get yeah. into the update here. Yeah, that was it. Went pretty much the way we we figured it would go, and. The outcome is probably going to be what we think the outcome was, but, um, well, we didn't get a fat guy score, so we can't get the fat guy dance. Fat guy dance. It was, uh, yeah, I think we've all worked in agencies where we've, where we've seen the same thing where you don't hold people accountable and they keep doing, you know, the same crap over and over again. Just, they are truly lazy ones, but, we uh, we let it happen, dude. It's not only it's, it's not, not it's we... not just not just us that lets it happen, but we like said before, like you know, the hospitals let things happen, they let it slide, and they just keep doing it over and over again, and then it becomes this vicious cycle that you get caught up in, you know. Well, the, like and, you take the person to the wrong hospital, you take the person to the closest hospital, and the hospital just takes it like, okay, they brought him here, so now what are we gonna do with him? And then the hospital has to shuck him out to another hospital, and it just right. becomes a whole right. And and it's and it's bad for the patient because if the patient had gone to the the appropriate hospital in the first place, treatment could have been different. I mean, did the patient have a terrible did the patient have a bad outcome because he went to the wrong hospital? Maybe not, but could it have been better? Probably. But you don't know. Right. But it wouldn't have helped our call volume and we couldn't have double billed, so That's true. Yeah. But so I mean like I'll I'll give you a great example. And it's it, like I said, it's it's not just us holding people accountable, right? You know, I had, 
I went to work one day. I am the paramedic provider. I'm the ALS provider on the truck. I have an EMT student who is doing ride time with me that day. Call drops for a medical alert uh, going off. My assigned EMT decides she's not going on the call. And I'm like, what? We're sitting out there. I sent the fucking student in. Where Go get her. Bring her out. No, she's not going on the call. He comes out. She's like, yeah, she's not coming. So I go with just an EMT student. Nice. Find out. <laughs> it's just she, the, the alarm went off by mistake, whatever. Thank God. Come back. And I'm fucking livid. And you know what the administrator said? Well, I can't send her home. I was like, you need to send her the fuck home, and I'm never riding with that fucking bitch again. You need to I fucking, fire I came her. in. I came in. I fuck said, you that. need to fucking send her I home. did. I slammed the fucking door behind me. I said, you need to fucking fire her. She just refused going on a 911 call. I said, fuck that bitch. She needs, you need to fire her right now, and I'm never riding with her again. You need to send her home. You know who went home? I did. Yeah. He would. He said, well, you know, it's a little more. I said, no, it's not more complicated. It's nothing. I said, well, tell you what. You can either be down a BLS provider or you can be down an ALS provider. I said, but I'm not, I'm not working with her. And he chose to be down an ALS provider over than sending that cunt bitch home. Tell me how so, you really feel. <laughs> I've got, so what I've, you say is you're a little angry at the situation? Got, I, I, because, because this is somebody who was a poison pill yep. to begin they with. Just are. a la lazy piece of shit. Um, drama queen, you name it. And all you had to do was just do your fucking job. And what did she do? I'm not going on a 911 call because I got to sit here in my fucking tight ass leggings or whatever the fuck I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do to fucking score with some other fucking dude in the building. You know what I'm saying? It's was... like, but we don't hold anybody to account to that. Right. And the administrator didn't do a fucking thing. Sat there and was like, oh, well, you know, so you'd rather lose a paramedic. And that ultimately led me to putting my fucking notice in. I was like, I'm done. I'm not working here anymore. Yeah, that's fair. At first, I, first I dropped a part-time. Then I put in two weeks and said, I'm out. Yep. And I think that, that's a fair decision. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah. So. It. Yeah. But 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 this is the culture of EMS. Yeah. And I know there's people out there with, with stories like that. Oh, absolutely. We, we could fill a month's worth of episodes on stories guaranteed. like that. Heck, I would like to hear stories like that. You should probably email info at medic materials, uh, medic, or I'm sorry, info dot medic materials at gmail.com. There you go. There you that, go. That's the right one. Um, English like is that. hard for me today. Damn. I know. But yeah, I mean, that, that's just, that's just, that's where we're at as a, as a, as a system. It you know, 100% is. So would you like to hear the update from this call? Sure. Am I wrong? Is not cardiac UTI. really is not a UTI. She has um, a ball. She has a ball obstruction. Nope. What, what, what bandage? No. Normal BG. Low, no. low BG. No. <laughs> <laughs> so while at the ER. Ectopic pregnancy. <laughs> nope. Uh, you guys aren't even in the ballpark. Let's put it that way. So Ooh, hold on, hold on, kidney, hold on, hold on, stones. hold on. Now let's. Yeah, let's 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 start. Hold on a second. Let me, so he just, let me, he just said kidney stones. Let's let's are we, are we hot or cold? 
cold, very cold. Let me, I'm going to go with my neuro thing from the beginning when I said neuro with the with the uh, with the projectile vomiting. Still neuro. head injury. Ice yeah. cold. Ice TBI. Cold. Ice. Fucking sprained toe. Okay, let I'll me, go with she. Give, let me she, give you. She mistook she mistook the milk of magnesia Oof. for like like you know like some coffee creamer. Oof, no. Took some mag citrate instead, and let she me, right. you know. Let me let me give a couple bit more details, and then let's see if you guys can uh, can figure it out. All right. So while at the ER, she's questioned more, okay, and because that's what people do when they actually right. do assessments is they question and stuff, and. Um, it's, Wait, you said the word assessment. Assessment. That's well, what you can't have that yes. without your ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, U.S. They they are the the hospital staff is told by this lady that she drinks heavily once per week, typically on Friday nights when she visits the bar across the street. Um, Friday night just happened to be approximately 16 hours prior to her getting this uh, nausea and abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. Want to add anything with your mm-hmms? Bleed- bleeding ulcers? No, but really good thought. All right, definitely a good thought. Um, she also reports that she smokes recreational marijuana every day. A few joints, nothing crazy in an amount, according to her. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, just a few. Just a few. Um, This morning, after her abdominal pain started, she reports that she had a few instances of diarrhea after she woke up with what what, uh, she described as black-colored bowel movements. She got a GI bleed. Okay. So after they give her... After some more, you know, questioning, investigation, yeah. uh, and some, you know, tests and stuff like that, including some scans, they find no GI bleeds of any kind. Huh. Um, they give her Phenergan, some Zofran, and some IV fluids, and they release her home. And they tell her that she's suffering from something, which I'll re- reveal in a second. What? Any last guesses as to what this lady is suffering from? Parasites. Really good guess, but no. But that's uh, a good way of thinking. Yeah, I was going to say like trichinosis or something, but... Trichinosis? Okay. <laughs> Trichinosis? Nikahiniho? Well, trichinosis is as easy to get from eating, you know, yeah, like yeah, I know, raw I know. pork and... Right, yeah, yeah. Raw goo. Um. So... The hospital diagnoses her with a. There's some. There's some thing you get from like. Not oh, good. Butch is on it. He's gonna go. Fuck. That's what I was trying to think of. I know it. I can feel it. He's got it. I can feel it. So the hospital says that she is suffering from a condition called green out. Green out. Cannabinoid related. Cannabinoid-related symptoms due to the alcohol in her system. So we're going to talk heavily about green out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that the weed 
is fucking with the alcohol and it's making her puke? Yes. Well, so, she's, she's an alcoholic. So, How the fuck does so weed I, usually takes nausea away? Let me just, let me just. Let I'm not, just I, don't know if, you, I don't know if I buy this. Let me just give you this. As, is a, a, for, as a former person who understood the greener things <laughs> in life, in a former life, uh, I can honestly say uh, the actual amounts that I partook in, I've never had that. So it doesn't always particularly happen to everybody. Okay. okay. This is not a everybody will get this kind of thing. All right. Now there's 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 a, there's a, I think the, I believe the liver is involved when it comes to this. Is it not? Uh. So yes, yes and no. Okay. So we first have to find when did they drink compared to when they smoked because different things happen. Whether you have alcohol, huh. then smoke, or you smoke, then you have alcohol. What if you All do right? a strikeout? A what? A strikeout. Which is? You take a hit, hold it while you're holding it, you drink a beer, slam a shot, and then blow it out. Couldn't tell you. Um, so, green out is... Um, again, when, when you mix, um, alcohol and THC, so drinking before weed will intensify the THC effects on the body. So if you drink, then you smoke, you're going to like superfy the weeds effects. All right. This is because alcohol increases the absorption of the THC within the mm. body. Okay. okay. So you're, you're speed rolling the absorption. Um, because of that, people tend to feel a stronger, um, more euphoric high. Now, if you are used to this, right? Being that stoned, being that high, it might have no effects on you, right? But if you're not, it will cause this green out, right? So now, what you're saying is, is I, I smoked and drank so much that I was used to it. You were, you were used to it. All right? <laughs> exactly. Now, <laughs> sci- right. science, you, were, you were above average. You were above when you, average. Exactly. When, you show, when you show up at the homie's house first thing in the morning and they're cracking out fucking butt, 40s is fucking St. Ides. It's like 8.30, and you're like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> exactly. So um, green out can last minutes, it can last hours, or it can last up to 24 hours post-ingestion of smoking or uh, ingestion of alcohol and smoking. Huh. Sign- Interesting. Signs of green out include shivering, chills, diaphoresis, rapid heart rate, lightheadedness and dizziness, stomach issues, nausea, vomiting, paranoia, and anxiety. How many of those did she have? Yeah, damn near all of them. Damn near all of them, right? Well. Um, so then we go to, um, that was drinking before weed will, you know, intensify the weed's effects. Right. Now... Let's talk about the opposite. Smoking weed, then doing the alcohol. 
Uh, from what I found, there's limited research about there's. No- I'm gonna say that next time I want to go drink. I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna go do the alcohol. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Who wants it, to go do the alcohol? Do the me? alcohol. Um, so there's there's a crap ton of research about drinking, then having weed. There's not a lot of research about so weed and a then drinking. Ton. There's not a fuck ton. Okay. So. Uh, is that a metric fun t- fuck ton or is that no, a- no 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 it's just a crap ton it's just okay. crap ton um yeah. so it, yeah. there's <laughs> there are studies that exist uh but they're fairly old uh one of them was from 1992 um which had oh, yeah maybe i got maybe, maybe they studied me <laughs> they, they might have studied them right um what it's only 32 don't wait what is it 30 yeah 32, 32? years old now yeah it's 32 uh, so this, this study had 15 participants smoke a placebo and a high dose of THC, right? Or Sounds a low, oddly familiar. <laughs> right? Or a low dose of THC on three different occasions. Each occasion they drank, they, they would drink a different dose of alcohol, including a, uh, <laughs> including a placebo. Um, and it showed that the marijuana appeared to slow down the rise of blood alcohol levels after consuming a high dose of alcohol. So, um, so get what, high first, then drink. Yes, because well, we're not telling. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good message do, for our, our listeners, right? But yeah. according to the studies that I found with this, if you drink, then you smoke, it's going to intensify the THC effects. So if you, be you smoke, up. if you smoke, then you drink. It slows the absorb the THC slows right. the absorption of the alcohol in the liver, and you are delaying the feeling of intoxication. So okay? we'll put it like this: if you drink before you smoke, you be fucked up. Yes. If you smoke and then drink, you be I. Then fucked yeah. up. Yes. Absolutely. You be I. <laughs> so I think this is, you know, this is kind of one of those like cannabis use is getting more and more prevalent in more and more states. Right? Yeah, people are people are using it so much more recreationally with edibles and stuff like that. It's not just smoking weed. This Dude, you is can just... order it and have it sent to your door if, as long as it's a hemp exactly derivative. It's not you know they're not freaking getting the buds and stuff. Right. Like so, like I mean, you know, truth be told. You know, I use the freaking cream and whatnot for my back and my knee, and I take the gummies, you know, to help me with, you know, other things like, you know, anxiety and all that kind of crap. Right. But, like, I don't take them to get high, and I don't take the the full enchilada stuff. I take just the stuff that kind of, like, makes you able to focus on life again. Right. And, uh, you know, and not be like this all the fucking time. (laughs) And, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, cocaine. No, <laughs> get off this crazy thing. You know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Excellent setup, by the way. And, uh, but yeah, no, it, it works, and it comes right to your door. You just you can order it and come right to your door, no matter what state you're in. And right, and uh, you know, it, it, it's it's one of these things where when you go for a job interview or whatever, and and you know, okay, we're gonna have you pee in a cup. It's like really, yeah, like this is still a thing, right? Yeah, and like, that, like and how do you it. how do you hold people, you know, like we won't hold people to account like for you know, not going on calls, but you know we're gonna have them pee in a cup and oh you you tested positive for cannabis so oh, ooh yeah. you know it's oh like oh my hey, god hey, you know what if they test positive for fucking you know heroin all right fucking you know fire them but 
Really, cannabis? Yeah. This, this day and age. Well, if they right? test positive for heroin, we'll send them to counseling because well, you know, right, it's, it's, it, right, it's, it's a disease. Yes. That's a disease. That's it's addiction is disease, but he's test positive for cannabis. We can't give you a job. I Sorry. Know. Right. I know. I know. So you know, I I I I got yeah. this call and I thought it was really interesting because you know, not just the the dynamic with the with the EMT crew, but mm. the overall cause of it, right? So it shows how like you know the more prevalent this is becoming in our society we have to now yeah. start learning about these other things right i'm actually in development of a cme specific towards cannabis and different you know signs and symptoms and stuff that show up different disease disease processes but right, side right. effects of it that we might start seeing right Another one that we don't talk about a lot is hyperemesis uh, cannabinoid syndrome or something like that. I forget exactly what it is, but it's strong. It's strong projectile vomiting after a person that smokes a ton of weed every day goes cold turkey. So this is where I'm getting at. Like, like I gotta, I, I gotta understand. I know all these motherfuckers like like uh, her and I we actually went into a place uh to get some some more uh cream for the uh, cuz she's using it on her foot now and like you walk in and I'm like yeah I just need some I don't need the stuff that fucks you up I just need the stuff that you know that right. is going to take the pain away you know and like they start talking and like it's like, did you go to weed college or something? Like, holy fucking shit, dude! Oh yeah, man! Like, 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 like oh, this strength and this and that and this and that. And I'm just like, all right, man. Like, like I remember when, it, like, weed was either fluffy or it was brick. All right, that's it, dude. I don't know none of this other fucking shit, dude. You know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> like now they got all this shit and it's like super fucking. Why? Why is it gotta be so fucking? Why is it gotta be so potent that it, it makes people fucking projectile vomit? Well, it's it's not it's not the potency, right? It, it, in in the in the sense of uh, the hyperemesis syndrome, right? Yeah. It's actually a dopamine imbalance. So uh, because when you smoke weed, the THC makes you happy, dopamine gets released into your system right. in in the neuro, you know, in the brain, um, and then. When you stop cold turkey, your brain right. is used to that amount of dopamine. So it now the brain has this neurotransmitter receptor that's not getting all of this dopamine. And it starts causing all of these abdominal type symptoms, right? Mm. And what's actually funny is, you know how you treat that? By giving Haldol. You don't. Oh treat yeah, it yeah, that by, makes sense. Right, yeah. you don't treat it by giving them Phenergan or right. Zofran or Benadryl to stop the vomiting. You right, give no. them Haldol to give them a dopamine release. Dump, yeah, and it'll stop. It makes them happy again. It stops the right. vomiting. So these kinds of weird things that happen because people start smoking or they smoke when but they the drink or they stop cold turkey. We as EMS providers need more education on this stuff. Oh yeah, um, no, absolutely. I, I guess that's my point. Is you know everyone says, oh, the stuff today is so much more potent than it was. You know, and I can't believe I'm saying 30 years ago. But holy fucking shit, really 30 years? You old? But, <laughs> God damn, I, really? But it's like, man, this shit didn't happen back then. Like, and trust me, <laughs> I was with people that 
Like he knows it was called, it was called wake and bake. You woke up in the morning and that was the first thing you did. And like, it was just all day through the night, all day. And it just wash, rinse, repeat day after day after day. Right. And nothing like that ever happened to anybody. Yeah. As even when we were like, Oh shit, we ain't got nothing. Nobody's got anything. We're done. We ain't, you know, okay. Don't have anything for a couple of days. All right. right. Nobody fucking projectile vomited. Nobody freaked out. Nothing like that. You just like, we're in a bad mood. That's right. it. Yeah. And, and, that's, um, and that's the crazy part of it, you know? But like, today, I guess whatever the levels of this shit is now, it's like that people are getting themselves to that point where, yeah, like, like they're actually withdrawing from weed. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's back off that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, really, it's, it is, you don't need, you don't need to get that high. It really is wild and crazy. What, kinds of things are going on now. Like I said, I'm, I'm starting to put together a CME on it because I think, yeah. I think we need to start talking about this kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, and especially the, because everybody's doing it. What happens when, Hey, kids get their hands on it. Bingo. You know? What's going to, Oh, happen, look, it's know? a, it's a candy, right? It, oh, it's a yep. gummy, right? It's, it's you know? already happened. Like it's, oh, it's, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's happened. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I thought this call from a lot of perspectives was really interesting to have. Yeah. Um, and that threw uh, me for a curve. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, with, with the basic amount of knowledge, right. The assessment didn't lead to anything, but maybe if they, you know, knew about this types of stuff, they wouldn't right? have who knows? Maybe they had, you know, a, nah, a, a they, weed they, class. Who knows? Not, not them. Not them. Not them. <laughs> not, not them. They, the, the, uh, they, they bought a Zolmonitor in, instead. Right. Um, yeah, instead be, of giving right. them training. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So I, I'm glad that you know I stumped you guys for once because I yeah. never get Comple- to stump you guys. Dude, completely. Um. So yay me. <laughs> Wow, I never would. I never would have thought of weed poisoning. Weed poisoning. I don't know if that's what it's fucking called, but well, that's what I'm calling it. They, well, once, yeah. once you brought up, once you brought that up, I was like, they call I it. I know it's something. I was going along the hyperemesis, you know. Right. I never heard. I've never heard of the green out thing, but I, I was thinking the hyperemesis from you know cannabinoid. Yep. Cannabinoid. Yeah. Yeah. I. What is that? Cannabinoid um, humanistic underground dweller. Let's see. Ch- hyperemesis. If you got that, you're old. <laughs> I used to have it on beta, bro. I know. That's yeah. great. Okay. It is hyperemesis cannabinoid syndrome. Yeah. I've I, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've never heard of the other one before, but I've heard of that one. Yeah. Medics call for Haldol. Haldol. Awesome. Yep. Um, that... It's like gastroparesis <laughs> in diabetics. Haldol works. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So anything else, guys, before we ride into the sunset on this one? Are we going to ride off with with Snoop? Yeah, we're going to ride off with uh, more giving to the Phil Foundation. Yes, sure give to the Phil Foundation. Make, make we sure should you, definitely, we sure should definitely you... ride off with gin and juice playing, though. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> if, we, if we didn't get, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. We had two weed references. Well, you didn't even realize that we had, we had uh, I don't know if we were recording at the time, but we had Snoop Dogg, weed reference, and we had That's true. Uh, Willie Nelson. That's true. Yes, yep. Willie. So we were talking about Willie before. That's we were right. talking about Willie before. That's so right. There you go, uh, Mr. Gerard. I will lead you to uh, to lead us out this week. All right. Well, R.I.P. Nate Dog Donuts. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
If you want more information about us and the podcast, or if you'd like to send us one of your messed up calls to review, visit medic-materials.com. There you can also find out how to earn continuing education credits just by listening to the podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Until next time, remember, when you get on scene to that overdose, you don't have to ask the cop how much Narcan he's given. The answer is all of it.